Action Critics with your hosts Ian and Will. We're back again. It's been a minute. A couple vault episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. You ready for this? Yeah, we're... We got The King's Man is the recording we're going with or the uh, movie we're going with this week. That is our movie. We have done it. Uh, <laughs> Ian is super excited. Spoiler alert. This movie sucked. This movie sucked. <laughs> this movie made me angry. That's how much this movie sucked. I love this. I love. I love this. I'm currently in New Hampshire, where legitimately the one movie theater that I have to go to is like 20 minutes away, maybe 30 oh minutes away by car. Okay. Which in New Hampshire means, you know, it's not like LA where 20 minutes you've gone yeah. a mile. It's 20 miles away. I yeah, I travel some distance, more than 20 miles away. So and it shows four movies total. <laughs> oh, what were the other three? Do you know? Uh, I believe. One was Sing 2. Okay. One was uh, Spider-Man. Sure, makes sense. And one was uh, Scream. Which I put on the list as a possibility. It was a possibility. I don't think it would have been very good either way. Dog shit on a film screen would have been equal to this movie. <laughs> but we didn't know that. We didn't know that going in. Eh, <laughs> I mean, this is a movie originally slated to be released in 2019. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. They pushed it back before the pandemic. Yikes. So, so I mean. <laughs> Yikes. This is a movie where all of their trailers had scenes from the previous two movies. Yeah. We'll, okay. sa- we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save we'll it. Save we'll save it. it. We'll save it. Let's jump into it. Kingsman, if you didn't understand, is the movie we'll be reviewing. Yes. Ian, let's talk about how you've been. I've been, um, been okay. I've been okay surviving i will surviving it's been you know jillian's looking for a job taking a little longer than we anticipated the city of los angeles needs nurses but they don't want you if you're a new nurse so (laughs) that's annoying yeah that's annoying but the the, you know what the actual offers are rolling in today she had an interview and they said you can have the job if you want it don't know if we want the job but there's more interviews coming, so things are things are heating up. Things are heating up. I love it. Yeah, went to the Academy Awards Museum okay. last week. They have a museum for the Academy Awards. They do. Just built it right next to LACMA. That sounds really stupid. <laughs> I mean, if you like movies, I guess it's cool. They have a, a Miyazaki floor. There's a lot of fun exhibits. If you like, you know, movies. There's a really cool. Outlook, a place you can go and and the it's nice, it's nice, it's a nice. Wait, it's, there's a nice outlook at the museum. Uh, you know, you go up and you. So the big draw of this museum is not the actual museum; it's getting up high in a building. No, I wouldn't. I would say it's. I got to see Dorothy's red shoes. That's fun if you like, you know, costumes and and some fun. They had some fun stuff. Okay, they had some. It was free for us. It so was fine. you say it's an Oscars museum, like so. Yeah. Essentially, you're saying that like. All the movies that have won Academy Awards, the stuff is they have memorabilia from it. I mean, yes. I guess it's like a film museum with a focus on Oscar winners. Like they have Oscars there. There was a a Sidney Poitier Oscar, you know, behind some glass. Wow. If you can get in for free, it's great. Okay. Can, could you That's get in I'll for say. free? I could get in for free, yes, because we're poor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Poor people, huh? It might be $25 otherwise. Yikes. 
don't know if I'm quite there with the $25. Yeah, definitely not. It's got a nice view, though. It's got a great view. Great view. So if you want a nice view. And the last thing I'll say before I pass it off to you. We're now going into what feels like year 10 of you not being here. I know. And and I miss you, buddy. I get it. Hey, so I'm still, as listeners probably don't know, I'm still in New Hampshire. I extended my stay to help my sister out with some stuff, but it was, uh, it's actually been a really nice time hanging out with her and, and and the nieces and nephews. I feel like on the first go round before Barcelona, I didn't get a ton of time with them. And this time I'm really kind of being able to dig in and and hang out and and it's just us and family time family time yeah i'm also getting a little more skiing in a little more skiing there you go there you go you love skiing my brother-in-law or my my brother as i call him uh zach is uh he he's he's teaching me some movies that he watched as a kid and so i got a couple of those on my what you've been watching list Okay. Uh, All so right, we'll go through those a little bit. He and I might yeah. do an episode of our own uh, at some point. Uh, so okay. you know, we might end up posting that at some point. He wants in on this. It, you know, just I, it might just be a one-off, but you know, we'll, we'll let you know. I would love to host it. I mean, whatever. Oh. Hey, it's fine. We can bring you in. I can do an episode with somebody else by myself too. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, well, this one just probably wouldn't be action-themed. That's fine. We don't need to be. We're evolving. Remember, we, we did are. Pig. We did Pig. We did Pig. Well, I'll hear the movies. We'll talk about the movies, and then uh, we'll yes. see how everybody's. But, I, you know, hey, if you want to do a New Hampshire solo show, you have my blessing. You you know you know how I feel about you. You're always welcome. I do. You're I always do. welcome. Thanks. I, Zach I would love to have you. Okay. Cool. So let's let's jump into it. Um, what you've been watching? I'll go first. Yeah, please, please, please. Because you went first on the what you've been doing, and I did. Yeah, I did that kind of thing. That kind of yeah. So a uh, couple things. I'll just get out of the way real quick. Just please. some guilty pleasures that I leaped okay. into. Uh, how right. I Met Your Father. You're welcome. Couldn't make it past the first episode. Is dumb. Is real dumb. Okay. Okay. Yeah, did you make it, it past the first episode? I did. I made it to the second one. Does it get any better? Nope. Okay. No, none of the characters are terribly funny. It's just, it's just the, it's the flattest show you've ever watched. Yeah. I'm a big fan of How I Met Your Mother. Love How I Met Your Mother. I have no shame in my like for that, that TV show. I understand it has its flaws, but super fun. Solid sitcom. Solid sitcom. Uh, This has none of that. None of that, like, (laughs) oh, I love these characters. Let's just, I'll spend some time with these dudes. And Kim Cattrall is terrible. Yeah, that whole thing is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's why she's off Sex in the City. You know what I mean? Not not putting the work in anymore. No. Uh, Also watched 1883. Is that the Yellowstone spinoff? I guess so. It's set in, like, it's set in, like, the Old West. It's got um, Sam Elliott. Uh, it's yeah, that's got the that's the Yellowstone. Tim McGraw. Ooh, the dad from the Friday Night Lights movie. No, wasn't that him? Wasn't he the dad in Friday Night Lights the movie? Tim McGraw's like a country singer. He's like an award yeah, I know. Oh, is I he know else? he is, but I think he in the in the Billy Bob Friday Night Lights. Oh, really? I believe he played the the father to the quarterback. Nice. Uh, Faith Hill is also in it. They got they got the whole family. Yeah, Faith Hill and him are both in it, and they are a married couple in it. Aw, TC yeah. too cute. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching. It's pretty good. Okay. Have you watched Yellowstone? I have not. Because this is a prequel, apparently, to that same universe. Great. So I have not. Maybe I'll get in on it. Uh, okay, so some of the stuff that Zach ran, down, ran me down on. Yeah. A movie called Suburbia. 
Now, okay. let's not get confused with the Giovanni Rabishi suburbia written by oh, okay. um, what's-his-face, uh, yeah. the playwright. Different suburbia. Different one. This is the 1984 suburbia. It's essentially like the gutter punk uh, scene in the L.A. Inland Empire era. It's directed by uh, Penelope Spheris. Okay. Who, who did Wayne's World. Yeah. Uh, she also directed Black Sheep, one of your favorites. Yeah. She's done a bunch of stuff. This is essentially just like a, a rant. Flea is in it. It's like this random yeah. like slice of life of this kind of like weird kind of like punk Kids who don't have a real good home life and they've kind of been pushed aside by society and they're kind of like living on their own in these flop houses. And it's real slice of life. But it, you know, it actually is kind of like informative in terms of like it's very accurate to the scene. It's very accurate to what was going on in the L.A. punk scene and some of that stuff. But, yeah, it's just kind of like coming of age story about this kid who, you know, has got a kind of a shitty home life. And so he decides to just take off and he meets up with a bunch of other punk rock kids who also have kind of shitty home lives. And they kind of make this own kind of family for themselves in this flop house. And, you know, the town calls them ne'er-do-wells and, and does everything they can to kind of like boot them out. And so it's almost a little bit like Wild Ones. You ever see that with okay. Marlon Brando, the wild one? Uh, it's like a motorcycle it. movie with yes, Marlon Brando. Yeah. And it's got a little bit of that vibe to it. Like, you know. Okay bad kids in town but just kind of misunderstood really okay uh, good worth it okay i feel like i've heard of it but and then a movie called rover rover it's an australian movie it's got guy pierce and our boy the oh, new batman yeah, i wanted to see this i remember when it came out yeah uh, robbie pattinson yeah yeah okay how is it it's good i mean it's slow and it's slow moving and it's kind of like you're, you're kind of following along it's got a little bit of a of mice and men feel to it because robert pattinson's character is a little bit like on the slow side and my only beef with this movie is this guy it's kind of a dystopian future where like right people are just kind of like living and doing whatever they can to survive on some level but essentially the australian government is completely tanked and you know you can't really get caught out after dark or yeah they don't really explain that piece of it very well in the movie okay you're just kind of thrown in you're understanding it via their interactions like no one will take australian money everyone just wants u.s dollars you know stuff like that you you know obviously they're they're driving through and there's not much going on in any of these towns there's some military presence that you kind of understand but don't really understand but they're essentially rounding people up and, and taking them to these areas where they're supposed to be but anyway the movie kicks off with this robbery of some sort and these people drive into this town almost hit a fox or something and roll their car and then they go steal this guy's car guy pierce's car and then guy pierce gets their car out of the ditch and chases them down and essentially just wants his car back but my beef is they realize he's chasing him they, they like stop he stops he's got their car their car running just fine and he's like i want my car back i want my car back and they're like you can't have your car back and then they like knock him out and just drive off with the car it's like why not just switch the cars yeah. or yeah. guy pierce just relate that sorry spoiler just relate that your dead dog is in the back of that car and that's why you want it back is because you want to be able to bury your dead dog, right? Those things piss me off only because it's like there's such an easy and obvious solve to this movie. Yeah. And uh-huh. they don't do it. You know what I mean? And it's no skin off either person's back whether they switch cars or not. You know, just switch the car. 
you know, yeah. and you erase this weirdo that's coming after you. Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll go to our car. You go to yours. Easy. No worries. Either way, there's still some value to this movie. I think it's still a good movie, okay. but it was definitely right. a little tough. Cool. And then last but not least, the OG Batman. I went and watched the Michael Keaton Batman. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Still enjoyable. Still super enjoyable. Okay. Obviously, can't hold up in the action realm anymore, but still a right. good watch. And Jack Nicholson is killed. You watch that movie comparatively now more for the detective vibe, the noir, dark, the world. Academy Award Museum got some Batman stuff, so. Oh, better. It better. There you go. So that's what I've been watching. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I have watched a few things. We'll start with kids movie, Ron's Gone Wrong. Adorable. (laughs) Is that the robot that, like, gets weird? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Zach Galvanakis voices the robot. It's cute. It's cute. It's got a mostly nice message. I've been watching the show Search Party. It's on. It started on TBS, then moved to HBO Max. A lot of fun, although it's one of those shows where the characters make infuriatingly stupid decisions. And you're just like, people don't do that unless they have to move the story along. And Jillian is like a hundred hardcore into it, loves it, thinks it's a great show. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's still a good show. It just, there are a few episodes where I get angry like a visceral anger at the writing where it's like you do you can't that's so stupid i hate you it's fine (laughs) i in in response to our show with ray i watched boba fett and wheel of time yeah so i watched about three episodes of boba fett that was a long three episodes (sighs) i i haven't gone back i have not gone back it is a slog i have heard that there is an episode that's really good Although I think that episode is basically just a Mandalorian episode. So that might be why it's good. I don't know. I'll, I, I'm sure I'll get around to it of finishing it eventually, but whatever. Then I watched the Wheel of Time pilot. I was unimpressed. Yeah. You liked unimpressed. it? No. Oh. No. Felt like some felt like some Xena 90s charmed level fucking wow. nonsense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got through the whole pilot. The whole pilot. Huh. Should I be blown away that characters died and they're big? I was on. I'll keep. I'll watch more of it. I will. I just don't care. I just don't care. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'll probably watch more Witcher. I can get the note. Don't care because to some degree, like I don't think at least in the first episode, their characters are not really that developed. You know, no, and I don't sure what's going on. And I don't think it's written very well. It feels rushed. It feels like look, we have this giant budget, but we're gonna just kind of like. You know, and I realize there's there's a series of books behind this, yeah. which I haven't read. But, you know, to, to, to caveat, I am not a huge fantasy person. That's not my first genre right. that I go to. Like, I enjoy the Lord of the Rings films, but they're still, you know, gotcha. can we get okay. a laser? You this know? is all starting to make more sense. I'm joking. Joe, we don't need lasers. Anyway, so I watched that. So, so Wheel of Time, I get it. I talked to Ray about it, and he was like, it's Friday night's is when it airs and that's my get away from the world time and so i get it i see how that works it's just and again i'll I'll keep watching it at some point i'll keep watching it and maybe i'll like it more i don't know i'm not disappointed in you thank you You, i'm not your mommy you don't have to appease me okay okay good i have to appease maybe the listeners you know maybe they're frustrated with me yeah it's possible it's possible and and when we get those angry texts and emails uh we'll be excited that someone listens you know what I mean? We will. More we than will. we'll be upset that they disagree with you about Wheel of Time. And that's fine. But again, if you're not into Lord of the Rings, like, this is not better than that. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. No. So, it's like, maybe I should just read the book. You know? Maybe the books are better. Or the one thing I kept thinking of as I was watching it was, 
this feels a little bit like the Serralata saga by our friend A.E. Bennett. Oh. And again, I, you know, Serralata saga came after the Wheel of Time, so books and all that. I don't know if she's read them or not, but there's, you know, a, a group of characters that are sort of the chosen group. And I feel there's a little bit of that in Wheel of Time. Don't know where it's going, so who knows. But uh, I, I just, you know, so, you know, if you like Wheel of Time, it's a lot of saga. <sighs> I will say, before we move on, having listened to two Vault episodes, Tenet, which I believe was our first successfully recorded episode. Nice. We have evolved quite a bit. Our sound has improved a little bit. Nice. Debris, remember Debris? Debris, yeah. It's funny to, to hear how we, Hated that the show, show has changed. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think it. I think it got canceled. So, yeah. Um, and Labrea got picked up. So old necky neck. Remember necky neck. neck. I do remember necky neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're back, we'll do a revisit on those those episodes maybe and discuss them in person. Oh, for sure, for sure. But, um, uh, you got anything else in your in your car? Oh, the Halo trailer. You watched the Halo trailer? I did watch the Halo trailer. Pablo Schreiber is the star <laughs> aka my double your double we may never see his face though so yeah that's good i think that's for the best not sold agreed not sold on not the sold. halo trailer i've played three halos it's a fine it's fine it's a fun game is it worthy of a television series i guess we'll find out i mean this looks like a lot of money yeah but that doesn't always translate to a lot of good i i watched people play the game i never got good yeah. enough to play but yeah it just doesn't seem like i don't know yeah. maybe there's enough there but it didn't it didn't sell me in the preview. Also, no. watch the yeah. Batman preview. There's a new preview for Batman. I'm excited about it. It's got Pattinson. I'm jazzed up. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to the Batman. March four. All right, let's get to the main show. Kingsman. Let's talk about it. Witness the bloody origin. As a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gather to plot the war, a war to wipe out millions. One man must race against time to stop them. Directed by Matthew Vaughn, starring Ray Fiennes, Harris Dickinson, Gemma Arterton, Reese Ifans, Jaiman Hansu, Matthew Good, Tom Hollander, Tom Hollander, Tom Hollander, Daniel Bruhl, Charles Dance, Aaron Tyler Johnson, Stanley the Tooch Tucci, and many other talented people who are forced to be in this movie. All right, you ready for 30? Here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> and go. Okay, so uh, essentially, daddy—you know—essentially, daddy's wife dies. Uh, she makes a pledge that his son won't ever go to war. Uh, he tries to uphold that by becoming a pacifist himself, which he's already kind of become. And then essentially says, "Son, you can't go to war." His son is like, "Now nah, I'm going to go anyway." Uh, uh, spoiler alert: son dies. Uh, and then he's like, oh, man, that's really a bummer. Never mind. I'll go be a Secret Service guy and kill a lot of people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The, o- the only part about this movie that I was at all like, oh, shit, was yeah. when the sun gets popped in the face. I agree. That was the one moment where I was like, okay, you had me going for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got mad at the movie again for then trying to be emotional. For then trying to, like, make me care. Fuck you, the Kings, man. Stop trying to act like there's any emotion in this piece of shit movie. Stop trying to act like you've created an environment where emotional investment is a thing. Oh, I was so angry. Oh, Ray Fiennes trying to be all sad about his stupid-ass dead son. We'll get to acting. We'll get to acting. And we'll get to direction. And we'll get to story. But first, we got to go for one through five. Action, acting, directing, story, gut. One through five on all those. One is the worst. Five is the best. 
Let's start with action. Let's also rehash quickly. Matthew Vaughn is the director. He is. He directed all three Kingsmen. Yep. Uh, he directed Kick-Ass. He directed Stardust, Layer Cake, X-Men First Class, right? And he's a couple other ones, but he hasn't directed much really in a minute. But I mean, I don't know about you. I really like Stardust. I enjoyed Kick-Ass. I went back and watched the first Kingsman again. Yeah. There's some stuff in there. It's worth it. Yeah, okay. So I know this guy can do it. I think he could do it. Oh, you think, think he's there was lost a time. it? I think he's, I, you know, I was looking at his, I didn't go back and revisit anything. I considered it and then didn't. Like, I want to rewatch Layer Cake. Does Layer Cake hold up, I wonder? Is it good? Did he get lucky? And Stardust, I haven't seen in a long time. I feel like I didn't hate it but I, I should re-review it. But I feel like I don't think Kick-Ass is all that great. I think Kingsman works because it was unexpected. You got lucky. You had the church fight scene that was like, whoa! It was just such an unexpected, goofy, fun movie. I'll just finish with, I don't, I don't, th I think he may have tricked us. I don't think he's got much juice left in him anymore. Kingsman 2 wasn't good, you know? It's true. Kingsman 2 was bad. But I just wanted to put that out there that I realize that he has done good work. This is not it. No, no. So let's go action first. Okay. I'll let you start. You you take it away. Okay. Action. I put down, this feels high. I put down a two. Okay. All right. And here's, here's, what, here's where I go. Underwhelming. Just an underwhelming amount of action. Our first real action scene is the dancing Russian scene, which uh, Hansu comes in, gets, you know, Dijman Hansu comes in, gets a little bit better, but overall is not nearly that awesome an action scene. And they decided to do the weird licking of the wound thing, and they just made it super weird. And it was just like, why? Why? It's unnecessary. Unnecessary weirdness. So I don't know if they thought that was super hilarious and they really were going to roll with it. Um, but it just yeah. came off weird and awkward. It didn't It didn't work for me. Then you got the son at war is your kind of next big fight scene. You have a small thing with the Franz Ferdinand car bomb could be thing. The bomb. But really yeah. like underwhelming in the action world. And then you have your large set piece at the end on the mountain, right? And that's really all the action there is. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm giving it a two because the, the, the large set pieces were okay. Or, you know what I mean? There was some good stuff in them. But, I mean, when you look back at the first Kingsman in that church scene, like, that church scene was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. This is berserk. This has gone berserk. It's for real. Yes, thank you. And you, yeah. this has none of that. No. I went 1.5. That feels right to me. And the Rasputin fight was probably the most interesting fight scene. But so much of it was, it felt sloppy to me. There were a lot of like, ooh, wouldn't it be fun if the camera was on the sword? Or these weird first-person shooter moments, uh, like in the flashback and stuff. And it doesn't work. It feels lazy. It feels sloppy. It feels boring. All of the World War One trench warfare stuff felt flippant. Felt like oh, World War One. What a fun time! I know they tried to make it look real heavy with the the shells and the 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 growing trenches and the. It just all felt so. I don't know. It it none of nothing in this movie had weight. Nothing had weight. Yeah, I would say this: the warfare scene where they're where they're fighting each other in the you know in the middle of the battleground and they got to be quiet. So you know you're like oh they they all pull out their knives and their hammers and you're like oh, okay. This could be rad. But then, he, like, you know, he's 
running back and he essentially gets blown up. And then he, he's like hanging out with a dude with one leg and there's just no horror to it at all. You know what yeah. I mean? Like some dude who's been blown up and has his leg blown off and he's, you know, he's got the thing. He's just like, yeah, thank God for the union Jack. Am I right? And you're like, no, that's not how that goes. No, you're 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 probably shivering and freezing because you've lost a lot of blood and there's some horror in your eyes and some like, please help me, dude, help me, you know, that kind of thing. Like, this is yep. not normal every day. You know what I mean? And but, it felt like flippant in that way. He's a spy, so he's cool under pressure. Yeah, under your leg blown off pressure? No. Sorry, bud. And he didn't even save him. So why do we even bother with that? Yeah, I mean, he could have just found the, well, we, we want him to be a hero, and he's trying to be a hero, and he, you know, Medal of Valor sure. and all that kind of stuff. And then you have the, the fallout from it, which really is just, you know, not worth it. And then even yeah. the mountaintop scene, like, that sword fight wasn't that badass. No, it was a lot of camera on swords as we slide and pull back. Right, yeah, I don't know. And, and the whole ram and the clinging to the side of the mountain thing, and yeah. Oh, it was just kind of like, what are we doing here? The really bad CGI Ray Fiennes jumping up the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. Also, so they meet in the middle of the trenches, the something zone. I forget the name of it. But um, there's a bunch of guys on – bunch of guys with gas masks for no particular reason. Like, I understand that gas is a thing, but there's no gas at the moment. So if I'm about to get into, like, a – a knife fight? I I want my full range of vision. I don't want to mm. wear a gas mask just to look cool. All of the action, it felt like instead of going for good action, they went for style and failed. Yeah. Which Kingsman, the first one, was very successful at good action with style. Right. And it's gone in this movie. There's no style. It felt so boring and lazy. It was boring. It was boring. Let's keep oh, let's keep the- moving. Let's keep in our set pieces, okay? Yes. We're going to action, or acting, excuse me. I will say, by the time any gravitas is necessary, i.e. the death of his son, this movie has degraded any emotional investment to the point that it means nothing. And now we have, like, semi-comical Ray Fiennes drinking himself into sadness. Yeah, that felt weird to me. Like, this is, what? No, yeah. like, like it just, it was set up poorly for your actor to succeed, even if your actor, because, you know, you've watched, I've watched Ray Fiennes, he can, he can pull off this stuff, he can, act. He, he can act, but yeah, you set him up in this weird depression, another bottle, I need the booze, no tea, and then like he gets turned around so fast, it's just like, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, let's just move through that beat, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, one, two, three, you're sad, you're sad, you're sad. Let's go mm-hmm. kick some ass. They just give it no no chance. Again, everyone else just showed up to work. I don't know how Stanley Tucci was involved. It was like he had half a scene, and then all of a sudden he's at the table at the end, and you're like, wait, wait, uh, sorry. Did I miss how he was involved? Yeah. The, I No, you didn't. All the, And also, why is the king a member of the Kingsmen. Yeah. They're the Kingsmen. They are the Kingsmen. It's not the men. king and his men. Yeah, and he's not Arthur. The king isn't even Arthur. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know you know who may have given the best performance in this fucking movie? Rice Iphens as Rasputin, only because it was insane. Yeah, yeah, only because none of it was believable and he went no. for it anyway. He went full in 
into this weird character. And maybe, you know what? Maybe Tom Hollander as the exact same character three times. Yeah, he didn't even try and change them. <laughs> no. He didn't even give it a whirl. He was like, yeah, maybe slightly different accent and a different costume, but I'm essentially the same guy. Two of them had the same facial hair. Yeah. You just had to change costumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hollander's like, do I get three paychecks? Oh, I don't? Here you go. There's one character. This is the performance. You this get. is what you're getting, tough guy. Oh, I, so I just feel like no character was three dimensional. They tried with Ray Fiennes, which is why it was so weird when his kid dies, because he spends the first half of this movie like just, just ruined by the death of his wife. Just ruined. He won't let his kid fight in wars. He won't do anything. And then his kid dies and he's like. And he's failed at the one thing in his life he wanted to do. The one thing. Failed at The it. one thing. And then they still have the balls to give him the medal at the end? He didn't want the medal. He hated that medal. But now at the end of the movie, we're like, ah, it's good to fight for your country. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. He does a whole eulogy about how it's not good. Here's your medal. And you know what? I'm going to start a whole organization where we do exactly what I told you it's not good to do. No worries. And then we're going to, you know, 100 years, we're going to recruit kids off the street to do it. And then put them in weird positions where they can die all the time. You know what? Wait a minute. You've just created the organization that will kill young people at a rate unlike any other. And then you're just going to cutely name them after your son, Lancelot. Yikes. <laughs> what was your rating for acting, by the way? I'm going to go one. One. Oh, wow. I had 1.5. I'm going down to one. I'm giving it a two. I think people showed up. They just didn't get a lot to do, and that's kind of how it is. Now, action, I'm going down to 1.5. Ooh, all right. Not a two. After talking to you, I get it. But acting, I'll stay at a two. I mean, nobody outwardly sucked in the movie. It just was a matter of, like, it was just, like, a poorly done movie. I mean, really where 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 my ones are going to start hitting is in this directing and story. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go back up to 1.5. I'll go back. You're right. The actors came and they did their jobs. They just had that no one gave them anything. You know what, Matthew? Good. He did two different accents for no reason at all. Also, he was bald for no other reason than to throw us off. And it didn't work very well. No, yeah. Because, again, like Bloodshot, as soon as Matthew Good comes on screen, you're like, huh, he's a second-tier good guy. He's a bad guy. Right. No, totally. And they're not showing us the bad guy's face for a very obvious reason. He's one of the players uh, that we we know is going on. You know, as soon as you you decide to never show us this bad guy's face, we know he's somebody else in the movie. We got it. Heard. Please do this a little bit more juvenilely. Directing. Directing. One. One. Fuck this movie. What a dickle, Matt Vaughn. What a dickle. You know, this is why I read off his stats early. So that I felt completely comfortable calling him a total dickhole. Dude, I got I got poop on a towel that I like more than this. All the reasons we've already stated, kind of. I, I relate a lot of the acting flaws to the directing, you know, like mm-hmm. no pacing. You know, you just made a boring movie about a father-son relationship and them not understanding each other until it was too late. Then you just made a movie about mm-hmm. one action scene. Cool, man. Really good stuff. Oh, and the whole, like, maids on parade thing, where they got the, the network of, like, maids and butlers. Domestics. The domestics. The network of dom- Oh, <laughs> we'll get there. Oh. 
Oh, we'll get there. We'll what get a there. cheap, Story. And, what a cheap and easy way to do that, dude. What, oh, you're so cheap. I put, I put this entire flaming bag of dog shit at Matthew Vaughn's feet because he wrote it. Yes, he, he did. He directed it. He has been involved with all three movies. Yeah, like these are his. Period. Yeah, like, these are Matthew. I mean, yes, the first one based on a comic, the Mark Millar comic, which I've never read and I don't really have a desire to. But I feel like this was the first one that didn't – I don't think it had any comic book predecessor. This was, like, all him. And it's shit. It's garbage. It There's a reason they delayed it before the pandemic. Like, this movie got delayed, I think, eight times. Like, it sucks. And it's his fault. It's lazy. It's boring. Why the fuck does anyone have a villainous – hideaway on the top of a mountain you can only get to by one elevator i'm sorry how was matthew good getting there and getting back in 1917 like the amount of time it had to take to get there and then for everyone at the table to get up and to the table where there isn't even food and then he's killing his goats why is he killing his goats don't kill your goats and is he making all this cashmere that you know right where where are they making it I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, no. Why is yeah, it- how does he get there and back? How does he set up these meetings? None of this is really well established. I mean, they just don't they don't give you anything. They don't care. You know, they're they're too focused on daddy and and son and then they're mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, there is a villain. Yeah, no, somehow he's at all these meetings and then all those meetings too. They're and- in wildly different countries. I mean, And why does he want millions of people to die? From many a country, is it all just because he's Scottish and is unhappy with the fact that the British, like, oh. it, it felt very, it felt very like. This is this not is, the easiest way to do this. Yeah. Look, you want to kill the aristocracy? Fine. But I feel like we, we could have done this a lot easier than starting a world war. Right. Yeah. Just unnecessary. So one's all around for that motherfucker. One's all around story. Here we go. One. Yeah, one. The only unexpected bit was the son dying. And even that, I had moments beforehand where I was like, he seems a little too gung-ho to make it through this movie. But I was like, right. maybe he's Colin Firth's dad. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah. I was, throughout the movie, I was trying to figure out if they were going to try and r- relate any of these people to the new people. But no, they didn't. No. Nope. Um, there is no. And then you also start doing the addition, and you're like, there's no way you'd have to be two generations deep before you'd get to mm-hmm. Colin's age group. Yeah, who would have had to been the son's son, essentially, to be his age in that movie. I mean, there's no story here that's any good. No. No, no. You know, the, even the, 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 the pithy kind of comedic stuff wasn't very good. I think I heard people in the theater laugh twice the entire movie. The, um, the, 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 one, the one that got, that got everybody was the, the son getting shot. And literally, there was a girl like two rows back who was, her literal reaction was, oh! Oh no! <laughs> like, couldn't control herself enough to like stop. She's like, oh, oh no! And I was like, wow! Like, like it, I, I was never like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it was, yeah. She had a, like a, oops, no, this. She was in it. She was in it, and she did not see that coming. Also, the impressive lack of communication that led to the son's death. 
Yeah. Like, he's like, I've got this. And the guy's like, you're a spy. Bang. And it's like, what, did no one check this guy? That is not how that works. Nobody is. Yes, we can arrest him. Absolutely. Take him to the tent and question him for sure. We need some answers. You don't just blow his brains out. Even if he is a German spy, you, you definitely don't blow his brains out. No. You yeah. take him in and you get get some codes out of him or something. <sighs> so stupid. Oh, so fucking stupid. There, I, I will say there was one. There was it was a terrible line, but for some reason it 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 struck me a little bit, which was Rasputin, and he goes, "It's time to dance on your graves," and I was like, "Oh, that's cute, because you dance." That's cute. Stop yeah, that's it! Fine. Stop it! Stop it! They were trying really hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I just want everyone to know. That, so I, I'm I have a little bit of a story uh, in terms of getting to this movie. Okay. Which I forgot to tell earlier. That's okay. But this is the kind of dedication I have to this podcast. Uh, I mentioned earlier that it takes a while to get from New Hampshire to wherever you're going. Uh, And this movie theater is about 20, eh, probably like 25 miles away, maybe 30 miles away. And so um, they said winter storm warnings when I was headed out. So, uh, you know, I get in the truck. I get get my brother's truck, my brother-in-law's truck, Zach's truck. And... um, I head out there, and on the way out, you know, like I, I do some fishtailing, some swervies, you know what I mean, just the normal kind of like fun stuff. Just check the tires, see how things are rolling, right? I get out there, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of like started to storm, but like whatever, like it'll probably let up a little bit by the time I get out and I'm coming home, right? Two hours and eleven minutes later, I walk back out of the theater, and it is worse. Oh no! I'm literally like thirty miles from my house, and I have to go through this mountain pass called the Notch. That sounds safe. Yeah, it's they on a good day they're telling you to do 45 in it, and it's a highway. Literally, like wind blowing. I can't see the road because this tow, it's late and the tow trucks aren't coming out at this point, or the the plow trucks aren't coming out. So I can't see the road. I can't see where any of the divides on the road are. The snow is blasting into my truck so hard that I can't see more than maybe 10 feet beyond the hood so i'm just watching the guardrail i'm just driving by guardrail home from this movie so that's the kind of dedication i have and and then i get almost home i'm like so close to the home all of a sudden the truck's like overheating we're dead we're dying and so i pull off in the middle of a snowstorm at like seven at night i have to turn the truck off i call zach i'm like yo zach your truck is dead on the road buddy come come help me out I get out, I open the hood, one of the belts is off, uh, of the, the main belt is off of the, the engine. So Zach comes out, I'm like, hey Zach, uh, you know, looks like the belt is off. Zach comes out, he and I, essentially more him than me, put the belt back on in the middle of this snowstorm to like get the truck to run again, which you know takes us a little while. We have to look up the directions on how to put the belt back on and like there's a tensioner wheel. Anyway, I learned a lot. I learned a lot, but I sat in the truck for like an hour, just like waiting for him to get there in the snowstorm. And I couldn't turn the car on to keep the heat on because like the belt's not on. So the engine will overheat because there's no water pump. Woo! Got a little tricky. Got a little tricky there. All things considered, I did make it home just fine. Thank you, Zach. We appreciate you and your ability to do maintenance on a truck in the middle of a snowstorm. So that's awesome. I would have called a tow truck, but Zach was like, no, we can put the belt on. I'm good. I'm sure of it. And I was like, oh, well, all right, man. Oh, New Hampshire. Yeah, only in New Hampshire. Anyway, that was my story with that, but um, gut. Well, I gave it a one because I I was angry at this. I was offended of this film's existence. So I had a six and a half total. A six and a half. Wow. I'm assuming your gut was one. My gut was one as well. Six. I had a six. 
So yeah, and I mean clearly the Ray wreck is zero. Ray wreck is um, zero. Yeah, do I, not watch I, it, Ray. It will upset I, you so much. I talked to Ray today, and I let him know I was like, just avoid because he was the one who told us about Kingsman. Yeah, the original Kingsman. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well recommended, Ray. Thank you yeah, for that. Well, but don't. We're gonna well recommend back to you. Yeah, we're gonna no recommend, and you're welcome. Or yeah. as they say in Barcelona, denads. We have. I have now given the lowest rating ever on this show at a six and you were at a 6.5 ray was at a 6.25 for uh bloodshot so i feel like yeah this will probably be the lowest rated film yeah when you yeah when you rate lower than bloodshot you did something <laughs> you're getting you're, you're getting uh, real close to being the worst this has got a rate lower than snake eyes too then oh it will we both gave snake eyes an eight wow it, it eked out some things for us somewhere along yeah. the line yeah, and Silas gave it a 7.5. So I f- Good for you, Silas. You're a better person than we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say I'd re- revisit it to see if it's any worse, but no, that's not fair to me. Yeah. A couple things that really bothered me in this movie that, that we haven't quite touched on yet. One is when they finally free Woodrow Wilson of his film reel of him having sex with, which was like, okay, he's so excited to go to war. He's like, let's go to war, boys. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're about to send thousands of young men to die, and you're excited? Fuck you. That was what this movie felt like, was everybody's excited to send poor people to war. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and not only that, like, really, your whole national security is based on whether you're going to be blackmailed by an affair. No, this is not how you base your black, you know, you got to have more than just like, oh yeah, Prez getting a beach. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. sorry, we're going to war still. My name is Woodrow Wilson. You know what I mean? Boom. Big old Woodrow's got something in his old trouser for you and you don't care. (laughs) We're going to war as well. It's his gun, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So that was dumb anyway. I also didn't know. What's the message on aristocracy in this movie? Is Are they good or are they bad? Because Matthew Good clearly hated aristocracy. Our main characters are aristocracies. And Matthew Good wants to tear down, like, the three cousins who sort of rule Europe. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. I, I can get behind that. But but then throughout the film, Ray Fiennes is aristocracy. And his two most trusted confidants in his entire life, Jaiman Hansu and Gemma Arterton, both refer to him as your grace, which is disgusting. Like, he gets mad at Gemma Arterton for not bowing, and he's like, I should discipline you for not bowing in front of the other lowly servants that I employ here. They have a, quote, network of domestics. We're going to take poor people who need money and have them feed us information, not because they want to help, but because they're sad and poor and pathetic, and we're going to take advantage of that and eventually turn us into the Kingsmen, where what we do is prey upon poor children and pull them into our service. Oh, and did you notice all the things that Ray Fiennes does in the movie are setting up the tests that they have to take later on in the film? So, you know, if poor people die doing it, no one cares. Fuck this movie. I fucking hate this movie so much. And seeing Jaiman Hansu as his, like, chauffeur butler, it's like, this dude can kill everyone in this movie and we're treating him like the help. Yeah. Fuck this movie. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I was angry from like the first five minutes. And I went to get a drink because I mistimed the Nicole Kidman AMC commercial. I was like, I've got time to run and get a drink and come back. I did not. So I missed the, the mother dying. And I sat down. I was like, oh, the mother's dead. And then it shoots forward to like him and his rows of maids and giant eyes. Like, OK, I hate this movie. I definitely hate this movie. Yeah, no, it just felt like it felt like, oh, well, I keep up this like veneer of like aristocracy. But, you know, in the back room, we're all equals. But but well, out in the public, we do need to keep up the this facade of of you being my maid. And how, how dare you? Be, you know, we, hey, guys, it doesn't work unless you act like this all the time around me. except for in the back room. And then you no, know, they call him your grace in the back room, too. Yeah, no, that part's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it, and they kind of half touch on England being a terrible country uh, in mm-hmm. this time period. You know, a country that is, you know, still essentially like what's I'm, I lost the word, but oh, uh, the the empire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they yeah, they're essentially just yeah, they're colonizing the shit out of places yes. in, in this mm-hmm. time period. You know what I mean? Like England is not the 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 wonderful savior of the world here. I mean, they got a good reputation and. World War Two because you know they did some good stuff and and are certainly worthy of that. But come on, you kind of have to side with Matthew Good in this movie. Like, yeah, A we should tear bit. down these these dictators. Yeah, I don't love the way you're doing it, but like, I get it. <laughs> we can do it more efficiently. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're bad at it. And he gives everybody rings that don't really mean anything. They don't end up meaning other... anything at all. Nothing. Literally nothing. Literally, at no moment do you go, oh, that's why he gave him the turtle and him the bear. Is he the turtle just because he showed up late to the meeting or? It felt like a shitty callback to like Reservoir Dogs and like calling Steve Buscemi Mr. Pink. Like it was like, let's do our naming yeah, scene. Yeah, totally. Totally. What I a, just, yeah, I, what a hot turd. So much about this movie made me so very angry. And I hope that this movie, nobody in the movie, just the movie itself dies. I want the movie to die. Like between going from theaters to VOD, I hope the movie just explodes on the internet. I don't know. I don't know how that would happen. I just, I hate this, I hate hate this movie so much. (laughs) It was so horrible. And not fun horrible. Yeah, it it didn't hold the fun horrible for me. I wanted it to be fun horrible. I was hoping at least fun horrible. Right. But it was boring, snake eyes horrible. It was bad, yeah. I don't know why Ray Fiennes did. He must have gotten paid well. I'll be honest, you know, like, as much as I know Ray Fiennes can do good stuff, he's not like a guy I'm like, oh, Ray Fiennes normally pulls it together. Like, Ray Fiennes is getting a paycheck, and he's figuring it out. You know what I mean? Like, he's fallen into a couple roles, and you're like, ah, you got a good one on your hands. You know what I mean? But... (laughs) Uh, but like, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's reading scripts going, oh, yes, I think he's like, yeah, I'm gonna cash out soon and I need to do this thing first. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to follow Judy Dench into being M, you know what I mean? Like you got to make your money, you know, Judy Dench, you're not following Judy Dench, buddy. You no. know what I mean? Like you're just the mop up guy. We yeah. need to mop up the series and Judy Dench is tired of being M. So we need somebody Rafe, get in there, bud. Get in there. Get in there and mop this series up until we're done with it. You, you'll don't get two movies out of it. Don't worry. Uh, we'll, we'll give you some lines. Anyway, long we story short, uh, everyone get out there and see The Kingsman. Uh, Ian no. loved it. And I think I think that's kind of what I came away with from this. You risked your life to see this movie. I did. I risked my life for this movie. And yeah. you're welks. Hey, good for us. W- what do we got coming up next week? Moonfall, I believe, is next week. Nice. Another winner. Another winner. Oh, actually, I saw Don't Look Up as well. That was fun. 
It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Went on a little too long. A little bit. Uh, especially because it's really based on one joke. And that's that nobody will listen. I mean, obviously, it's a huge satire of, like, our current political ideology breaks and this kind of, like, you know, head in your sand ideals for kind of, right. like, you know, well, if we don't see it happening, you can't prove it. World is flat. You know, like, that kind of, I yeah, get it. Bangs the drum a little hard. Bangs the drum a little hard, and we go through a couple too many turns and some character issues. But that, that being said, I still enjoyed it. I had a good time. I had exactly. a good time. It was fun. Exactly. I also well, like okay. that they follow through. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, they, they, they do it. You know, there is no, we saved it. They just do it. They're like, yeah, no, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. that too. Uh, all right. Are we getting all out right. of here, buddy? We are. Next week, presumably Moonfall, unless we change our minds. Um, we will be back, as they say, in studio, a.k.a. your kitchen. Yes. Uh, Looking forward to that. I think we're even going to have new technology we're working oh with. Oh, my God. So, I'm excited. I, I, yeah. And, and, we're going to be back. We'll, we'll be able to get stoned before the movie. I wasn't stoned for Kingsman. No, that. I, two, mine wore two off. Times. But... Mine wore off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think if you get too angry, it just wears the weed off. <laughs> Moonfall, I have, I have a, it's Roland Emmerich. That guy knows how to blow shit up. So, should be fun. We should be fine. We should be fine. Should be fine. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. As we always yeah. say, there is a bomb in the oven. Exit on the pool side. Pause for frozen connection. Are you? Are you paused? Poor connection motherfucker you froze again and now we're reconnecting again you froze you froze you're a freezer motherfucker and it cut out let's try it again did you just freeze on me reconnecting son of a bitch let me see if my quick time stopped recording halfway through this and we're fucked oh my god all right i uh, need new internet i'm so happy you're back next week yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>